Brought to you by Soul Fire Productions. Hello and welcome to Mother the Mother. I am McLean McGowan. This podcast is an offering for all women to gather energetically, sister to sister, mother to mother, to co-create a sacred space for healing, educating, and sharing as we journey through motherhood and womanhood. It is such an incredibly powerful moment in time to be a woman, and I thank you for showing up on behalf of yourself and for all of the women in your lives, past, present, and future, to honor our matriarchal lines, all who came before, and all who will come after. Hi everyone, thank you so much for tuning in today. It is always such an honor to be here with you across the internet, across the radio waves. And I know there is so much noise out there. We have so much information coming at us at all times. So I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen to my words and to listen to my shares and to be co-creating this mother the mother space together. That is not lost on me and I never take it for granted. So thank you so much for showing up on behalf of yourself and all of us. I am just going to dive right into today's guest, Dara Dubin. Binet, who is an incredible woman. I just am so honored that she said yes to being on my podcast. I just cold reached out to her and she's Dara Dubonet on Instagram. I've been following her for a couple of years through Jenna Zoe, the human design expert. And Dara has just always been such a light on these little Instagram squares to me. The way she lives and she's just so full of light and joy and color and food and vibrancy. And you can just see the happiness on a cellular level and all that she shares and just her smiling face and her beautiful smile. And this episode really is just so near and dear to my heart. I have been for the past couple of years really wanting to call in my elders. I crave and want older women to help guide me and show me the way and help me remember my goddess energy and my strength and my capabilities. And she fits that bill for me. It's really beautiful to be inspired by women of all ages, which I certainly am. But I do think that in our current society, you know, youth is what is celebrated and it's just ass backwards. You know, we should be celebrating the people that have lived long lives and experienced it all. Like that's who we should be learning from. And not to say I'm not learning from millennials, because believe me, I am. I'm very humbled, (laughs) especially in the tech sphere. But just so honored with this episode. I learned so much. And she's an incredible wealth of knowledge when it comes to astrogeography, also I think called astrocartography, but learning the places all around the world, the different lines and points that are good for you and your specific astrology, which is kind of mind-blowing, to learn about best cities to live in for romance or for career or for getting to know yourself, all of those things, she really helps you dial that in. And she has all these courses online. I just did two of her little mini courses on the North Node, which blew my mind. It's reaffirmed that I'm on the right path and I'm on the next level of my own expansion and career and up-leveling. And I tend to question myself a lot on like the spiritual level and realm because living in 3D is more challenging for me. But anyway, learning my North Node and diving deeper into that information really has propelled me forward. So I'm eternally grateful for her. And I hope that you enjoyed this listen. I think it's really important that we all, despite our circumstances today, right now, 
keep in our hearts and our minds that life is full of possibilities, actually endless possibilities. And a lot of amazing things can come to us that we don't even see right now that aren't even in our minds. You know, life opens and unfolds when we can trust the divine timing and show up for ourselves and work on our own healing and our own evolution. And she really reflected that back. And with the astro geography, it's beautiful because if you can't actually move, even if your soul is being called to move somewhere else and the 3D stuff is tying you down right now, you can physically maybe stay where you are while you mentally, emotionally, spiritually can travel to that place and bring parts of that place into your daily life to connect with that higher vibration. So I think that's really beautiful, especially in this time as we keep moving through this portal, this wonky time, to really allow yourself to dream and envision and just find the daily joy in your life, right? Because that's what it's all about. And that's how we stay high vibe. That's how we make impact and social change and beautiful positive change for ourselves and our kids. So hope you enjoyed this listen. As always, I am here. I'm always listening. So please send me any feedback or questions you may have. We are still rolling out Mom Club. And please join my newsletter for that and my Mother the Mother coaching. Sending love out to all of you. Have a beautiful and blessed day. And I really hope that you enjoyed this listen. Jayma. Hi, thank you for being on with me today. It is my pleasure. I thank you. Thank you so much for saying yes. And I've been following you for a couple of years and I'm always just so cheered up by you, your colors and your energy. And, you know, I, for lack of a better word, because you are probably younger in energy than all of us even listening, but there's a sense of you of like an older sister, kind of, you know, an elder vibe, which I feel like I'm so missing in life and current society. So thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you That's for so sharing. Beautiful. That's music to my ears because after all of my trials and tribulations in life, I get to be that um, in human design role model. And I get to be um, someone who shares her wisdom and not that I haven't gone through things. I've been through things. And so I feel really passionate about being connected to younger women and being able to perhaps um, help guide away from, look, we're all going to have trials and tribulations, but if we can be aware and navigate ourselves with all of the tools that we have, and that's why I get so excited about, you know, astrogeography and the North Nodes and um, how wonderful to be able to know what your spiritual shining star is and how to be discerning about what's right for you and what's not right for you. And I'm delighted to be in that position in my life. Like, it's like an aunt or a big sister or a mother, or, you know, I think that we all didn't have the perfect mothers. No mother is perfect. So I remember um, being told about a book and it was the premise of it. I think it's out of print was patchwork mom. Mm -hmm. And I like the idea of a quilt sewn together of pieces. Let's say you meet me and you're like, I'd like a little bit of that as my mom. So I'm going to put Dara on my quilt. And then there's this other lady. (laughs) I'd like her to be part of my quilt. And then you sew together and you're wrapped in, um, in a, in a covering that has, that has all the qualities you wish you had that maybe you didn't. So you have a little piece of your mom and then you sew it together. So I'm delighted to be in that position. I love, I I love that um, image. I have a maternal instinct. (laughs) <laughs> I've always been maternal. When I was 21, I was bartending and there was a professor who said, you're very maternal. And I thought it was so rude because I was 21 <laughs> and supposed to be sexy. <laughs> and he said, 
you're so maternal. And I think what he meant is that I cared when I served his drinks and I cared, you know, to put the napkin in the nuts or whatever. And, and now I know it's a compliment. (laughs) <laughs> totally. Yeah. But I, I remember people saying that to me too. And I was like, Ugh, I don't want to be, I don't mind thinking about that. You know, it is a beautiful attribute. And I do think you resonate so well with younger women. Cause we need that too. I mean, I'm not younger. I'm not putting, but I'm just saying, I think you're younger. Uh, let's well, see. I have your birthday in I'm, front of me. You're I'm younger. 43. I'm 43, but you know, I'm kind of like, mid-range, I think. And I, I just love your work because you can see the last podcast I just listened to, Kinsey's podcast with you, and she's in her young 20s and she's really trying to figure out where her best place is. And then, yes. you know, that I'm 43, I've got two kids. I'm in a completely different phase of my life and my priorities, especially through 2020, but even since I turned 40 have really changed as they do with children. Oh, you know? changes. And so now I'm in a place where we were talking before we started recording of really figuring out my next moves. And it's all just fascinating. And it's so beautiful to have that extra layer of support. Yeah. So if anybody listening can't get a reading with me, you can go to my website and there are tools that I made so you can learn your dharma, your spiritual shining star in a little self like a, a, a in a video that just explains the voice to listen to and the voice to say i got this don't worry what what is your what is your dharma and what is maybe your shadow behavior that will trip you up and that's very good to know at any age and so when kenzie burke who's so lovely got this information so young i'm like yay this makes me so happy because they can you can avert some disasters you know i think that we do change and to me that's one of the reasons I think that young people can watch me is that I don't stay stuck. I am willing to let go of things in order to embrace change. And I have a deep knowing that change is good and that there's a way to look at something that happens to us, a job loss, somebody dying, somebody gets sick, as how does this serve life? How does this serve me? What's the lemonade that's going to be made out of these lemons? And there always are in that it's okay if our desires change and our old dreams die or our old dreams get reignited. And to pay attention, I think, is the biggest thing and not to other people's dreams and not to other people's desires. Ours is ours alone. Our, our path, our dharma, who we are for life direction across the board and who we are on the world stage. And we have to fulfill our own dharma. And so finding out what it is in the North Node videos I made are really helpful. They really help. And then again, knowing your astrogeography is helpful. So that's all. They can find that on my website and um, you can link that. It's there for everybody to enjoy and explore it's a journey. <laughs> and 40s are, you know, I remember like 40s is like a big change because like you're not like, it's so different. You start to understand getting older in your 40s. It's a yep. big deal. It's a big deal. And and the fierceness, you know, <laughs> I mean, I got a lot of Scorpio, but I was like a people pleasing Southerner, you know, very passionate about my convictions. But now it's like, it's on in my 40s, you know, it's on, it's on like, I don't, I'm trying to show you my new necklace that I just got for my birthday, which I was like, this is my, this is me in my 40s. It's a dagger with rubies yep. on it. And it's yep. like, that, that is this is where I am, you know? And it's a part of you that never get gets to go away because you have your south node is symbolized actually. So where you come from in many past lifetimes, you have had a dagger, you have had a sword, yeah. and now you're you're here to be a protectress 
and here to create balance and harmony. And sometimes the gift of your South Node is, um, and because you're Scorpio and I respect privacy, I'm not going to say what it is, but there's gifts that we get to take from all of our past lifetimes. And that's one of yours. Mm. When you need it, the sword is there. When you need it, the warrior goddess is there. And at every any given time in our lives, we may not want to fight, but we may have to to fight for air, (laughs) you know, to breathe, to be somewhere different. You know, a lot of my life's happiness has come from cutting cords from other people who need me to be something that I just can't be anymore. So I I think everyone could use, I feel like energetically, um, I have a golden dagger. I have a golden sword at my disposal energetically when I need it. And you clearly do. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. And, and through this time too, it's like, I've gotten so much clarity, not that I don't love people or my friends as much as I did, but it's just very clear on what energetically I have the bandwidth to hold now, you know, and it's, it's my family right now. And like being in our little bubble near the woods and the ocean. Beautiful. And you need to be the protectress of that. And you need to fight for that as if it is air that your children need to breathe. I had a doctor, I have a doctor, Dr. Habib Sadegi, who is just so amazing. I was with his wife yesterday. Sherry, Dr. (laughs) Dr. Sherry. Yes, we love Dr. Sammy. I know. Uh, Going to that space, I had both my girls with me. We're just in heaven. We're like, we never want to (laughs) leave. It's, it's magical. So they're in Calabasas. Anyway, he told me um, once that, and I and I really think it's so important. And one of the reasons I had to make a drastic change that went against when my daughter was about four or five, I had to move 3000 miles away from where her dad was, where anything I knew was it, just because I had a knowing that I needed to be in California from Florida. And I remember meeting Dr. Sudegi and I ended up finally meeting someone who could hold space for me to do uh, hypothyroidism healing uh, from it and adrenal fatigue from the battle of my life. And I remember thinking I need to move to California to my Jupiter rising line via astrogeography. I need to be happy because if I'm not, my daughter will have an image of a woman who is big or a woman who is unfulfilled or did what she was told to do, not what her spirit told her to do. It was very hard. I did it alone and it was against odds financially and against popular opinion. And it was seen kind of strange, but um, I remember when Dr. Sadegi said, it's really important how you are because children swim in your waters, children swim in the mother's waters. So it's of the utmost importance that we, you know, make sure that you're following your Dharma via your North node um, in astrology. We, it's make sure that you're in uh, swimming in energetic lines that work for you. And if they don't, then at least you know what they are and how to navigate them and circumvent and call in other energies. It's so important for the mother to be humming, swimming, floating, happy. And I think people forget that. I think mothers serve themselves up and they think that it's a service to not worry about themselves, but it actually is a disservice because um, role model, because waters, because nutrients that the children are swimming in. No, no grown up child is going to say, oh, I'm sure glad you sacrificed your life. (laughs) for me. No, not really. Yeah. Thank you for speaking to that because that's kind of why I do what I do at all, you know, at all, because it's that, that martyrdom doesn't serve anyone and it's a thing of the past. So I really love that aspect of how do we follow our own path. And it's hard when you're in it in the younger years with, with kids, but now my baby's three. So now I feel like it's really change time. I also love that you share, which gives me hope, you know, because this is like our move, like it's not tomorrow, 
So ways in which, and for any other moms listening that either because of ex-partners or work or they can't make the changes. So they learn about where they want to ideally be. They can't make that change right now. There are ways that you know of that we can make it better for us where we are now until we're able to move. Can you please share that? Sometimes it's not tenable. You can't move. There's ties that bind. There's reasons for being. There's a love of a place. There's attachment. There's people attachments. And so one of the fun things that I, so astrogeography is the astrology of place. It literally is like feng shui in the world. There's a place where there's love. There's a place where there's joy and faith. There's a place where there's spirituality, where you're swimming in spiritual waters. Like for you in Tennessee, you were born on a Neptune line. You were born for those kind of waters of just to be in the mystery and magic of life and create So it's the astrology of place. So there's certain places where we are going to feel a certain way because we're swimming in the energies of that planet that is reigning supreme in that area. It will, you're very different in Tennessee than you would be in Los Angeles. I was very different in Florida than I am on my Jupiter rising line in Los Angeles. It's like night and day. I was the same person, but on this line that I'm living now, Thousands of people want to hear what I have to say. Whereas on the other line, I could not be seen or heard. I had great spiritual lessons. It was meant to be. I had a child on that line. So what I what I have discovered is that there's three ways to, you know, look at the map and never to be depressed. I mean, I've seen challenging astrogeography. I've seen all of it is interesting and all of it, it you don't ever have to be afraid that you, there's like no-go zones. But what I say is that I look at the place you were born because it makes up the character of you that stays with you wherever you go. It's kind of what you grew up Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. And then I say, okay, we can relocate if we can. If we can't relocate, we can travel to. And when you travel to a place that has different energies, you are changing yourself on a cellular structure because you are able to experience yourself uh, from a different viewpoint, from a different vantage point. You are seeing yourself existing in a new, a different reality. Like you feel different. When I first visited California, I came back, this was 20 years ago. I said, why do I feel so happy there and so creative there and so pretty and so alive? And then I came back to Florida and I didn't. And I, I was like, what? And that's when I first heard, heard about astrocartography, as it was called. When we go to a place, we can see that we can be something different. And we swim in those waters and we're forever changed. Maybe we grab some memorabilia from there, some anytime that we um, want to. And the third way is to go there in spirit, to harness the energy by saying, okay, I'm in Los Angeles. But I really want to experience what that Venus midheaven feels like, where I'm going to feel beauty and and I'm going to feel my most beautiful and the world is going to reflect it back to me and I'll have invitations and I'll have money and I'll have feel good and I want that Venus energy. So let's say it's in New York, wink, wink. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Or let's say, you know, you can say, all right, you know, Dara said that within all like 500 to 700 miles of that Venus midheaven line, I'm going to feel beautiful. Let me, when I hang up the phone with her, I'm going to go look at imagery from New York and surround. It could be the Catskills. It could be Vermont. It could be, and you just use your intuition. And then you start looking at what do homes look like there? What do Airbnbs look like there? What, what kind of organic juice places are there? Let me listen to the music from that place, eat the food, dress like I would be there. There's so many ways to harness energy from a place. For example, I have Venus rising in India. So whenever I eat Indian food, 
I'm reminded of the love that I felt when I actually went there by myself. I go to um, an Indian uh, store for groceries and the family treats me like they just, I walk in the door and they're like helping me pick out spices and serving me chai. It's amazing. So when we know where those lines are, those beneficial lines where we want and need that energy, then there's so many ways to access it. So I call it armchair astro geo traveling. You can just sit there because never before has it been easier to access influencers, to access a product or a crystal. Um, I want to talk with you about Brazil for you. You can have a crystal, an amethyst from Brazil on your desk. And after we talk about what energies are there for you, or you go study on my website, you can just get those lines, sun, midheaven. Oh my gosh. Anyway, there's, it's very exciting, but you can have a crystal. You can know that those, um, that, that by zoning in or holding that crystal or even having it near you, you are able to access the energy that's available. So I hope I'm not losing anybody. If I am, it's really all explained so beautifully and simply on my website. So if you feel lost or you just hear, oh my God, there's places where I can have fame and reputation or there's places where I can have love. I want to know where they are. You just go to my website. And one of the things that I've been able to do in my life is take very wide, somewhat seemingly complex subjects and I can boil them down mm. and make them palatable. So that's, you don't have to be afraid by hearing what, what is she saying? <laughs> Just go awesome. and I explain it for you. And I show you how to look it up for free. Yeah. That, that was very well explained to me. And that gives me, it really does just light me up because it feels so doable. And in times, especially for myself right now, I can on a day, more of a shadow day, I can feel very trapped, right? Because I'm so ready in my own eye. I'm so ready to, to be on another path. And there are other variables. So it's like, oh, with those things, I can actually have daily control and still be setting it in motion in a really positive way. You so. really can. Like when I wanted to move to California, I was legally bound to Florida. I had gotten divorced, signed a piece of paper saying I wouldn't leave Palm Beach County till my daughter was 18. Whoa, 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 whoa. And- yeah. Um, I remember my mom saying, don't fight it, get used to it. And so I tried to get used to it, but I knew my spirit, it just, I knew, and I meditated on it and I had the astrogeography checked for my ex and my daughter. And I saw that it wasn't just me ego and willfully doing it, that it was going to be correct for all, but nobody else could see that. <laughs> they couldn't see it, but I have, I learned uh, a number of things. One is that there is such a thing as spiritual justice that no amount of money makes you stuck. If you think you're stuck, you're not stuck because I was legally stuck. It literally made a miracle. And one of the ways in which I did it was I put images of California on my bedroom wall and a big old map of California. And anytime I could, I would come out and feel what it felt like. And I would pretend I lived here and I would just soak it up. And it took a while, but, and sometimes it takes a little strategy you know, you have to have a plan. And in the meantime, there's nothing to say that if you want to live in nature in woods by the ocean, that you, you know, watch things of Northern California, you breathe in the air as if you're there. You, we can take ourselves there in meditation. We can take us, ourselves there. Like everyone can remember what it feels like to lie in the hot sun, or we can remember what it feels like to have that perfect kiss or the, it's just, it's there for us. So we just need to bring it in and believe. That's amazing. So how was, without getting, you know, into too many personal things, if you don't want to share, but how, what was your timeline? So like when you knew it was time to go and then moving out here. You really respect privacy. That's really <laughs> sweet. <laughs> 
I love that. Um, I got divorced, baby was seven months old. No, she was a year when we got divorced. And about a few months later, I signed the piece of paper and then I cried for six months. And I, I was like, oh shit, what have I done? And then um, I tried to make it work for a year or two. I was like, all right, suck it up. Like, Maybe there's something happening here that I don't know. Maybe I can find the joy. And I just kind of knew, like I gave it my all. And then I found an attorney who was a big, bad bear of an attorney. (laughs) And I said, I remember, I remember, um, I remember there were a couple of things that kind of were just stood out. Like, don't worry, Dara said by my ex, when you're 52, you can live wherever you want. When you're your mother's age, you can live wherever you want. And I was like, oh. And I remember I had, um, there was a woman named Linda De Niro. It was Robert De Niro's niece. And she lived across the street from me. And I remember stomping over there after this comment was said and saying, Linda, I need help. Like, I need a big, bad ass, (laughs) you know, attorney. (laughs) And then I met um, this wonderful man who cared. He cared. He had heart. He didn't want me. I said, he said, why do you want to move? And I said, it's astrologically correct, but we can't use that. Can we? And he said, I wouldn't be so sure. So it was energetically correct. He basically said, you can't move unless you have a husband or a job. And I was like, well, I'm not going to get married for that purpose. And who's going to hire me? I'm an artist. And then I'm going to say, oh, hire me, but wait till I sort this out in six months, I'll be there. Like, but I kept believing that it could happen. And I tried to, I went out to California for this. And I did that. And I tried to make magic. Finally, I said, okay, well, I know what it feels like to be there without my daughter. It's like I'm on vacation. I'm taking her for a month to see at four how we both do there. And it was a blast. And I called my attorney. It was about a year. So I would say from time to when I wanted to move to when I could actually legally four years, but from the time I decided I wanted to, to when I really started making um, an active effort, it was about a year and a half and it was not an easy year and a half. So basically I tried it with her and I just, I thought my ex would be agreeable because he's so open-minded that we could figure something out, but he was not having it. And finally, after a year of battle, he said, you're not trying to make me unhappy, are you? And I said, no. He said, you just want to be happy, don't you? And I said, yes. He said, you can go. Uh And so, yeah. And so I had it too bad out of hell. (laughs) Two thirds of my belongings were like out the door for sale sign on the house, little U-Haul packed up and my hand. Man Paul drove it, and my daughter and our little dog, five year old and little dog, moved out to California. And the only one person that I knew out here, he didn't live where I was going to live, but he just said, You just made a miracle. I just watched this whole thing happen. So it's where I learned that there is such a thing as spiritual justice. My ex lives out here and loves it. My daughter is around the corner and she's 20 um, and loves it, and she's a musician. And um, it all worked out. Um, maybe some people could still might be angry, but I feel that it was meant to be. And anytime you make big decisions as a mother, there's, there could be a moment in time where you feel like, uh, what, you know, what did I do? Or maybe they're disgruntled, like, but, but in the big picture, I feel that I was led by spirit and I was led by things that, uh, were things I couldn't see, but I trusted, I trusted. 
Mm, that's so beautiful. And I, I totally believe in miracles and just the way that the intention can move, you know, unforeseeable mountains. And the fact that he changed his mind too, and he lives here. I mean, it's just so interesting. Loves it, like yeah. loves it here. I mean, he's, he's so many friends here and, and we get along, like everybody gets along and um, yeah, it's, it's incredible. But there were some years where it was hard. Like you, yeah, you sure. don't yeah. go through something like that unscathed. I ended up at Dr. Sudeikis with severe adrenal fatigue right. after the battle of like clawing my way. Um, but there's ways to do it that don't, won't cost you as much. And I think that's what I would like to help people with, that it doesn't have to cost as much. There's ways to describe your spirit. If somebody understands you and you understand them and you understand that everybody just needs their needs to be met. And if you can really use compassionate communication by Dr. Marshall Rosenberg and understand what the true fear is and the true worry is, magic can be made. I don't think there needs to be as much fighting if there can be really good communication. Hopefully that's the ideal. But I remember saying to my friend, friend Ed, who's like, he was like a mystic warrior master. And I was like, I don't want to fight. And he said, Dara, sometimes you got to fight. Sometimes you got to stand up for what you believe. There's and a time for every goddess, right? Like, totally. like I was so Aphrodite, like all I want to do is love and make beauty and make everything pretty. And then I had to like, not do that. <laughs> I had to like become like Athena, you know, I had to like have the sword, like you're ready. Yeah. I think I even dyed my hair black at the time. Totally. Black hair is not very pretty on me, but I did it. It was like harnessing whatever energy you have to harness for that time, calling in whatever goddess you need um, to um, yeah. get her done. Yeah, get it to help you. I tell know. me, um, if you don't mind, in yeah. a nutshell, tell me, because this is going to live on my website too. What? How do you describe how you help people? Good question, because I'm in a big transition with that too. Um, <laughs> lots of big changes for me. Um, so very basically, I'm a postpartum doula. So after the birth of my first daughter, who's now nine, I was just like, where's the help? We do all this stuff on the front end and like, where's the help? So it was just a calling. I was already a yoga teacher, nutritionist, all, you know, lots of things. I got into yoga when I was 15, even in Nashville, there's one yoga teacher Then I got into Pilates in college, went to New York, became a Pilates teacher. I was a dancer too. And then I moved out here to LA for like one year to be an actor. And then, you know, 16 years later, here I am. But the way I've been doing postpartum doula work for almost eight years and I love it. And I do in home and the Abhyanga and the Ayurvedic cooking and all of that, which I oh love. Oh my God. And, you know, as we all change, and I've been wanting to do this for three years, but now it's really, really time is to do the online programs, prenatal, postpartum education. And then now what I'm really psyched about doing, which is launching this month is I'm no longer working at home. And I'm doing full on coaching. So I'm really opening, which I've been doing, but now I'm like really opening up. So wherever you are kind of on That's so beautiful. the continuum of being a woman and a mom. Yeah. That's so beautiful and so efficient. I think that sometimes we do the one-on-ones to fully immerse ourselves into the body of work we're going to share with many. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. So you got to live it. You got to be on the front line. You got to know. And then you, you develop, I really do encourage in my life direction sessions with people is to, even if one-on-one isn't for you forever, it's going to allow you to open up your heart and your throat so that spirit can come through. So you can even know thing that you find yourself so easily drawn to helping others with, right? Like I open myself up to do intuitive sessions and that's how the North Notes came. That's how Dharma for others came in. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the most monumental thing I have heard in a long time. 
And yeah. so I got to make a program so people can help themselves so that you can know your children's and you can know what to encourage. I've been encouraging my daughter to be Leo North Node and it's been startling. So helpful. I She'll say that. it's my Leo North Node. I'm like, let, yeah, let it fly. Like, and you get to know what behavior to say. Yeah, that's your comfort zone, honey. Or you're being, you know, you're in your South node. That's, that's where you've been. And we're going to encourage this. Listen, you have that little voice. Let's, let's hear her. Let's hear him. That, and and your partner. And you can know if you're supposed to be in partnership or maybe that's not your medicine or um, there's so many things. So I'm happy I did that. And it was a lot of work for me. I had to persevere to finish, you know, a body of work or something that was going to contain everything in a simple fashion that I wanted people to understand about their North Node and deliver it with love. And I'm so glad I did it. And I will continue to do that because it's my dharma to um, share these things so that almost like people can feed themselves, you know, so that you can... It's a journey for you to be on, to always be able to look at your astrogeography when you get an idea, like, why do I want to go to Tennessee? Why do I want to be in Florida? What's in the Dominican Republic? What does Hawaii hold for me? Should I be afraid? You know, what? You know, or, you know, to continuously practice following your North Node, which is your spiritual shining star. It's like, it's just a journey. And the next one's going to be feng shui. The next one's going to be I'm working on that where our homes can support who we are currently. Mm, I love <laughs> all of those things. Yeah. And so then- thank you for sharing. I wish I had you, knew you um, back when I had my daughter. Um, it was back in the day, 20 years ago, where you didn't really, I, I almost wanted to have another baby just to do it this way, to do it, Yeah. <laughs> you know, a little plant-based baby, according to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Without a whole other family on the side or like the mom who thinks, oh my God, the baby's not eating, give her some formula. And then she sneaks the formula and it ruins your whole, like, and you're in such a state of like, just, I I don't know. I I didn't know. My mom would say my ass or my elbow. Like I didn't know to speak for myself. I didn't know to, that the weird nanny was just weird or the, do you know what I mean? I was so vulnerable. Oh my gosh. And so I went along with what other people said. And I had too many people around me at the birth in the hospital. It was like a, a viewing room almost. <laughs> like a picture. Like there were just there was like, yeah. like my grandmother was there and then his mother and then his sister. And there was like visiting. It was like a visiting room. And it was a really big, nice hotel. It was like a hotel suite. And um finally, I know you probably like to hear birth stories, right? Of course. You'll like this one. So I'm in labor at home. Of course, I'm getting like, oh my God, I'm in labor. And I go, I think this is it. So we get in the car. Actually, he started playing video games to calm his nerves. <laughs> and, I was, and I was like, it was like, a, I can picture it so well. And we get in the car and we're behind um, a train that just keeps going. And I'm like, oh my God, and it's your first time giving birth. So you're like, I can't get to the hospital. Like you're scared. Yeah, it's happened. And then, yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, I didn't know what I know now, but there's so many beautiful ways that women can like honor their own rhythms. <laughs> but basically I was, it was old school. So I get to the hospital and of course I get an epidural and of course I feel nothing, nothing. Like I can't, you can't tell when to push. And so it was like 18 hours at least of just no water. That's why I remember I was really thirsty. You can't drink because you had the epidural. And I'm like, this is starting to hurt now. And I think it wore off and they couldn't give you one. And I remember they were like, I'm sorry, where they said the head, the baby's head was hitting a pelvic bone. And if you push, it's not, you can't push. We're going to have to give you a C-section. And you know what I said? No. 
And I said, I know, I could just give me a minute because I remembered like they had me lying in bed and all of a sudden it came to me that if I sat up, cause you know how when you're in bed, when you're pregnant, you can know when the baby's uncomfortable because she's gonna make you uncomfortable. So in the hospital room, I was like, let me just sit up cause I think I can help her shift. And so I sat up and everybody went out of the room except for the nurse. I said, all right, baby, no C-section. We're going to do this. And um, I was pushing and I was like, I can't do it. She's like, you can do it. I'm like, I can't do it. And then she's like, you could do it. And the doctor came in and um, when the baby came out only a half hour later, naturally, she said, congratulations. I was going to roll. We were, you were about to have a C-section. And I was like, I'll bet you say that to all the girls. She said, no, <laughs> I said, no. here's the papers. We're about to roll you and, and nothing against women who have C-sections. Like I don't have any judgment. I just knew that like, hold on everybody. Like, leave me alone for a minute. Yeah. Let me meditate. Let me just like get centered. And that was a blessing. And then seeing her little, like she had these big almond shaped eyes and she was so cute. And, and I was like, I remember thinking, why do people do this as they whisk her away and you don't even get the baby on you naked, which is so weird. Um, and she's away and I hear her crying and, I know she's healthy and they hand her to me. And, and that's when I, she looked right at me. I mean, like just staring right at me. And I was like, oh, now I get it. But after then I was like, why do, how do women do this again? And again, like it was, um, I would say incredible. So the best case scenario, given the strange circumstances of, I would say what I call OPC, other people's choices, um, OPBS, other people's belief systems of how it needs to go down. And in the end, everybody just wants the baby to be safe. So now, I mean, look, that was 20 years ago. Now there's so many options for doing it the way you do it, which I so honor and wish I had known and had the fortitude, but I didn't. So, well, and I didn't either. I mean, with my first, so, you know, we only know what we know when we know it. And I really, through the online, the, the really thing that excites me is that I can reach people wherever they are, if their sister or another person's a doula or their mom, it just because it's simple things, you know, just like simple information that in our society can be challenging to do. But once you have the knowledge, well, once you, you know that own. there's another way and exactly. this is where you go and this is the kind of person you talk to and here's a group of women and that you know, appeasing somebody who thinks anything isn't safe by here's the statistics, here's the facts, here's how it's done and removing the fear element out of it, I think is the biggest thing. Uh, you would know more. I just think it's so amazing the changes that have been made more towards the way that it was always done. How about like just the fact like, like does it feel natural to lie in bed, not feel so you can't push? And then what kind of position is that? Like, I'm not sure the position of lying in bed, like it seems to me like maybe squatting or being allowed to yeah. move however your body feels like it needs to move. Exactly. Yeah. And just having, that's the thing. It's just educating yourself and then knowing that you actually do have the rights, you know, but that's it. It's knowing you have the rights and, um, you have the rights and that you're not crazy and that it's beautiful and all of that. So how do you see, has your work changed much through this time or has your work really, since you were already online, been pretty much the same through 2020 or how are you? Yeah, I have designed my life according to me and it has been, I would say, um, a magic bubble of plant-based food and good energy people. And if there's anything toxic, it doesn't even come into my sphere anymore, but there were many years of snip, snip, 
of, of things that don't work, a process of letting go and letting go of um, maybe careers I was doing or people or things or, and so I've got, I got to the point by 2020 after eating vegan and doing raw food and, you know, I have a YouTube channel where I do, I show people how to eat raw food, the lifestyle for 10 years. I think it's led me up to this point where I am unfazed that I know everything will be okay. It's part of my makeup um, is that I have an unshakable faith that everything is going to be okay. And that I have, I think people need me more now than ever. So I'm doing my sessions, which, um, and I'm coming up with the next body of work to help people manifest what they want. I think at this time, people are realizing that certain things that they were doing were just not working. And now's the time to shift. And so it's a beautiful wake up to, I always say that it's great to identify what's not working, what you don't like. Like, don't be afraid to make a list of all the things that you just don't like. Like, we're so busy trying to positively affirm things that we don't really give credence to like, what's not working. And then say like, if you got, if I found that if people got to go back to what they were doing, they really didn't want to. And then shifts need to be made in career and in places of living. And that's literally what I do. I found myself to be a life direction specialist, where to be and what to do. Boom. So I'm busy um, and I am helping people, the most beautiful people. <laughs> like I just feel so grateful. And my life is pretty simple. It wasn't filled with really much shopping and I really didn't go out to dinners. I make my own food. I like food. I like to I like produce pretty produce to me is like canvas. It's like paints and canvas, like communicating with people. I still get to do on YouTube and on Instagram. Um, so my life has not changed that much. I feel the collective, I feel for people who are living in so much fear that they can make themselves sick. I feel that stress is the number one thing that can take us down. So if there's anything that I find myself doing is having like an eagle eye to like what's stressing me, who's stressing me and just kind of like putting boundaries in place. So I'm still operating, I think, as normal, except perhaps more needed and that everything I've done in my life has funded me to be able to be in a position to help others. It's so beautiful. You travel a lot still, don't you? My whole life is biking around Venice, California and walking, and then I'd hop on an airplane. And since I'm not hopping on airplanes, I think it's time to get a vehicle to drive uh, from my North Node. I need to go past 30 to 40 miles from where I live. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to need to be doing road trips more. But yes, in the past, I have been um, known to spontaneously hop on an airplane and go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's changed that way. Um, but I'm doing more art. I'm in my art studio right now. And I draw these little doobie characters. They're so cute. And I'm seeing that behind you. I love them. Aww. Yeah. So I'm spray painting. I'm tagging. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just creating just for meditation purposes, for joy. I've got all my coloring pencils. And so I think that if we manage, make sure that we take care of ourselves in a way that um, we should be doing anyway, like creativity and food and making hot Chinese herbal tonics and um, eating for our dosha and Ayurveda. I'd love to know more about that. I feel that there's so much to learn and maybe we'll have the time to learn all the things we always wished we had the time to in this time. Amen. I know it is. It is a really good time to really think of those things and just go back to the things that bring you joy. Like I've just been looking at 
photos of horses. I'm following all these horse accounts now on Instagram because <laughs> I want ponies. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things is we're manifesting ponies on our land and it really does cheer me up. And, you know, I'm like, what? that was You're my life. You're connecting in with something that speaks mm-hmm. to your soul. So that's what we need to do more of. That's exactly what we need to do. What feeds your soul. I think the world's going to be a better place because people are going to stop running around so much and distracting themselves so much. And then they realize, wait, what was I doing? And now I really love spending all this time dreaming about horses and ponies and imagining and who knows what's going to come out of that. What artistry, what words, what connections with people who have the same feelings you do. So I think now is a really time to find our people to find the people we really connect with our hearts over the things that light up our hearts. Motherhood, as we know, is full on. Each new age and stage of our children's development brings vast new lessons, challenges, and victories. It is a lot to hold. And my intention for creating Mom Club is to create a safe and healing space for mothers to gather together. It has been an especially intense time through this portal of 2020, and many of us found ourselves mothering in new ways, working, partnering, showing up for ourselves and each other in completely new ways as we cannot connect as much in person. We need support. We need to sit in circle. We need to feel seen and we need to feel heard. We need to vent and let it go. We need to know that we are in this together, not isolated and alone. So please join us if you are wanting to circle up with sisters, if you're wanting to find your tribe, if you find that you feel isolated or not jiving with your friends or you've moved and you don't have a set of mom friends near you, please join us in this virtual circle where we are co-creating a sacred space for dropping into meditation, having an oracle card read, having a chosen topic discussed each month, as well as plenty of time for Q&A. I want this to be a real community where we can connect and share practitioners and resources, where we can find other women on the call nearby and connect in real life. This is a co-creating a circle of trusted sisters. We will circle up, grab a hot mug of tea, light our candle or incense, and drop in with a listening ear and an open heart. If this sounds good to you, check out my Instagram at Mother the Mother, the link tree in my bio. If you sign up, subscribe, I will send you all the deets for the next mom club. We are rolling it out. We started in December, but now we got the momentum moving through into 2021. So please join us. I'm really excited about this community. It's lit, it's on, and we're doing it. J-Ma. I love it. I love all your work and I can't wait to get a session with you when you come back. But in the meantime, I'll be going on your website. Yeah, and go and look and I show you how to look up your astrogeography and how to look up your North Node and it's fun. I've made it fun. I've made it light. It's a journey and who doesn't want to know their Dharma? Yeah. <laughs> and then do little daily practices to like activate it. Yeah. And it's just learning those details. And I love, you know, I don't know my daughter's North nodes. I mean, I have all their charts done so I can find out. It's like knowing all these different tools to mother. To help. I mean, it really helps me mother. It really helps me mother my daughter. Um, And I think it's so important to see your child's soul's wish. That's what the North node is. It's their soul's wish. Like what's better than that? Encouraging any human being, especially your child into what their soul wishes for them in this lifetime. I mean, to me, it's essential information for a mother. Love it. Love it. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I love all that you share and all that you are. And thank you for just being a colorful and energetic 
vision, you know, for all of us. It's really, that may sound like very light, but like I was saying earlier, I, I grew up in the South where we always hung out with people of mixed ages and I just don't see people doing that as much anymore. Uh, and like we had uh, so many aunties and I was an only child. So I grew up around a lot of adults and artists and just lots of different people. And I just, uh, you know, that's one thing I, a lot of my best girlfriends are unmarried, single, don't have kids. Um, and I love having that energy too around my kids, you know, because we can actually do more stuff with even other women that don't have kids. Cause you know, your kids, you get on these crazy schedules. Oh no, I get yeah. it. Yeah. It's really interesting. Most of my girlfriends are younger and they don't have children. Um, and I think that there is something to be said for when you have children to really pay attention to turning your life upside down for them. I always maintained what I did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like helping others. And so like, yeah. My art, my YouTube channel, like, and, um, I think it's really important to maintain who you are so that one day you wake up and you're not lost. Yeah, it's fun. Thank you for seeing me. That's so fun. I think that I, um, I think the all ages thing is delightful. The other day when Kenzie was here and Sabelle and then Jenna, and it was like different ages, me at the top. And I was like, how sweet is that to have, you know, to, to be honored or, or not, you know, there's so much in the culture, which is like, if you're not 30 or you're not 20 something, you're not going to get us. And it's like, well, I do actually. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I want to learn a from lot you. more. Yeah. And both, you know, which yeah, I- you can learn both ways. You can see new ways of doing things, but you can also be, it's, it, it is beautiful. And I do think it's missing in our culture. And I actually applauded Kenzie on that because she didn't, she just, it just, um, yeah, to appreciate someone's wisdom, to find a woman that you can look to. Um, I think that's, that's amazing to be that I'm honored to be that. Yeah. And that's how it should be. I mean, that's how society, like all societies besides ours <laughs> yeah. work, because that makes sense. You look to your elders, you look to the brain right. and you, you and like, imagine when I was like 40, imagine like when I started my YouTube channel, I'm like really fit working at Gold's gym, two and a half hours a day, abs, the whole thing. Like I could have been in a bikini <laughs> contest. Like I was asked by wow. people, are you going to compete? Oh and then I was wearing, like, if you look at my YouTube channel, you'll see like I have long hair and I have the belly shirts and I'm like, and then I, 10 years later, I'm not dressed like that. And someone said, well, I liked it when you used to wear those shirts and show your cleavage. And I was like, well, you wear them. It's your turn. Like, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not that I can't, like I could, but like going through the changes and then realizing one day that you're not the hot young 20 year old. I remember I was like 40 something and I was like, oh my God, who am I? Like, mm-hmm. as if the world changed around me, but still living in the same place. And then all of a sudden there's 20 somethings and 30 somethings and I'm not feeling that way anymore. And it's a trip. How nice to be able to talk to someone about that or to hear someone speak on that. I have yet to speak on it. And I look forward to doing that one day Um, because there's a point and it's a different age for every woman where you realize you're not that, but you're not that, like you're not that you used to be. And you don't see yourself in the eyes of maybe you don't have what Lacey calls an expander for somebody who's 53, like I am who still has freshness of spirit and willingness to change. Maybe, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and not that 53 is old. I mean, my husband's older than you. So, I mean, <laughs> it's, that's not old, like, first of all, but just no you know, along the path a little bit farther. You know? Along the path, I'm farther. And yeah. the clothes change and the attitudes change. And it actually feels so good to yeah. me. And so I, to be honored and, and have you say those words, is like, that makes it all like, 
good to, to be someone who can share wisdom and experiences and to still be able to connect with younger people. Like that's just to me amazing. So thank you. Thank you. It's really important. I knew when I saw you on, on Instagram and you were like, let's do a podcast or would you like to? And I was like, yes. Like I just got like a yes, 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 yes. I was so, I was like, awesome. Thanks. Cause <laughs> I am, you know, such a Scorpio that I never, I'm just such an introvert naturally. And I don't really want to bother people. And I don't ask a lot, but I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to ask her like, why not? You know? And it worked. And it worked. And so. so you're, it's amazing that you do this because you are very Scorpio. Well, you're digging deep, like you're digging deeper. And I, you know, really in pre-COVID times too, we would just be having tea talking, you know, in person right now. So I really started because I was just like, I have all these amazing friends in LA that are in the birth world or healers or in the healing arts. And I just want to share the information for, you know, someone that lives and bumfuck wherever that can doesn't have this kind of information and so right. it's really just been like a fun thing and I've been doing it for a year and a half now and now I'm just I just love it I it because it it brings so much more life into my life to be able to hear other people's stories and I think that's what it's all You're about quite good at it I think I shared some more than I, <laughs> I shared some things <laughs> you don't have to edit but you're like oh huh, did I just say that no um, I, we yeah we can edit whatever but you I don't need to I think yeah. that whatever said needs to be said for somebody who may feel stuck or may feel totally. overpowered by somebody else's energy or um, may doubt their own selves is to not doubt the little voice inside of you. I think that's what, that's what I would like to end with is don't doubt that little voice. Find out if your North node corresponds, if you're really listening to the right voice. And then once you find out you are, go with it, go for it. That's a beautiful way to end because I know so many of us are feeling that way through this portal of time. And so just holding the vision and you're not crazy. No. And especially when you get astrological confirmation via your North node, I would say your North node, your North node house placement, which both are available on my website. And then you can look at your midheaven and it will, it will guide the way for career. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure. You're so lovely. You are too. And I look forward to more and digging in deeper. So thank Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. My signature Mother the Mother coaching sessions support your journey through womanhood and motherhood in mind, body, and spirit. These coaching sessions meet you where you are now with the aim of where you want to go. Whether you are entering into a new relationship, you're wanting to conceive, you're newly pregnant, approaching your birth in the midst of your postpartum shift, or a mother needing to reclaim her space, or maybe needs a little bit of extra help handling the demands of motherhood. I'm here to support your intentions and your goals. My expertise lies in helping you empower yourself as you deepen into your innate knowing. I'm here to help you align and remember. Through a spiritual yet grounded lens, I help you navigate the topics that arise in transiting through the ages and stages of life, and especially when bringing new life earthside. We are not meant to travel from maiden to mother alone. We need support, we need education, and we need guidance. My intention is to support you, the mother, as you mother. In our society, we are often taught to look outside of ourselves for the answers, and I am here to help you turn inward to find the answers you already possess. If you are interested in working together, please email me, or you can go to the link tree in the bio on Instagram at Mother the Mother, or you can email me, McLean at MotherTheMother.com, and we can schedule a free discovery call to see if this is the right time in your life for this kind of coaching. What I do know is 2021 is now the time to go big, to manifest and envision 
the lives we want to be leading, the kinds of mother we want to be showing up as, the kind of life we want to bring forward. So I'm here to support you, to guide you, to be here on the path with you. We are in it together, always. Sending love, J-Ma. Mm-hmm.